I'm Isabel and I'm your marketing coach. Do you want to start a side hustle but have no clue where to start? You're in the right place. Side Hustle to Profit is my signature offer that shows you how to turn your passions into a profit. You can start right now. Get instant access to the online portal when you enroll today. Link in show notes. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. My belly is very full of pasta. Does anybody else just like overeat when it comes to pasta? You don't have just one bowl, you have as many as you can. I really just felt like letting you guys know about that. So this is the podcast where we speak all about mindset, meditation, manifestation, marketing, personal branding, spirituality, feminine energy, quantum leaping, It goes on and on and on. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing how to do it all. My name is Isabel. I'm your host. And I'm so grateful you chose to click play. So to all of the new listeners tuning in for the very first time, I'm so grateful you're here. I hope you're having a beautiful day. And to all of my longtime listeners, I also hope you're having a beautiful day. And I'm also so grateful you continue to support Start Somewhere. It means the world to me. This is an episode I've wanted to speak about for some time now. If you follow me on Instagram, Isabel Prestia, I have jumped on my stories a bit and actually shone the light on this topic because it's recently come up in my life and it makes a lot of sense as to why. So I'll kind of recap my stories a while ago. I got a a message from somebody on Facebook and context in this. So I have two podcasts, guys. So start somewhere and then I have a second podcast called Where Ordinary Meets Audacious. And that is with my friend, Katie Walker. And that podcast is more lifestyle based. Although Katie, I'm a marketing coach and Katie is a coach as well. So it very much has that like self-development aspect to it. However, it's lifestyle. It's fun. We talk about dating. We talk about relationships. We talk about love. We talk about sex. We talk about lust. We talk about all that kind of juicy stuff, right? So when I had announced the second podcast, I got a message from somebody on Facebook and he's like, I'm getting secondhand stress from everything that you do. How do you do it? And I was like, huh, this is a great idea. Thank you for this question. Because it is so possible to do it all. It is so possible to do all the things you want to do. It is so possible to have a side hustle whilst you're working a full-time job. It's so possible to be multi-passionate and to be really into, like I have a friend, Emily, she works in finance, but then she has a jewelry label. And then she's also a DJ. Like, You could not get more opposite, but that's living proof. That's living proof that you can do multiple things. It's yourself that is limiting you from having those things. You're putting yourself in a box. You're saying, no, I need to be one or the other. I I speak about meditation all the time. I'm a meditation teacher. I have a meditation app. I recently did a collab with Noom as well, which I'm so pumped and proud about. And the thing is that... I reckon I've shared this bit in the podcast. So at my job a couple of years ago, I, one of my coworkers, he, you know, obviously I was exactly how I am now back in, back in the office back there, very much this health wellness person. 
and also like a social media manager. And, you know, I'm really into my fashion and makeup and hair and like girly things and whatever, like partying, getting drunk, dancing, cocktails. Like then I go to the gym, I wake up early, I have a green powder. I, you know, I do yoga, I do strength training. Like I'm not just this one character right? Like I am very multi-passionate, multi-facet, multi-dynamic. Like I can dress really girly. I can dress really tomboy, like whatever. The thing is my coworker, my old coworker, he's like, I feel like you have two personalities because you're so like health wellness one side, but then you're so just like party girl the other side. And he was confused. (laughs) He's like, how do you, like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't need to be in a box, you know, like I can go out and like, not that I really drink that much alcohol these days, but like catch me on a deep floor, few cocktails deep, having a fun time. But then also catch me going to my 9am non-negotiable gym class every Sunday morning. So the thing is, it's possible to do it all. And I really wanted to dedicate an episode to this topic to shine the light how you can do it too. So this is going to be my self-investment journey because when I was really reflecting how I do do it all, this was a key piece. I'm going to share how I found stability, balance, and reconnected to my feminine energy. So I'm going to give you a recap of all the things that I do. So this is a long list. So <laughs> let's hope I don't forget anything. So I am a marketing coach. I have a business called Start Simon with Isabel, P-T-Y-L-T-D. I'm actually a company, right? I went one step above and I thought, I'm in this for the long run. Let's go company. So I run that. I am a marketing coach. So I offer one-to-one coaching. I have a self-paced program and I have my mini Start Somewhere project. So passive income is my jam. And then I have my one-to-one coaching as well, which obviously is in real life. I have start some of the podcasts. I have my second podcast where Ordinary Meets Audacious. I have my private Facebook group, the Start Somewhere Society, link in bio to join guys. It's an extension of the podcast. You need to be in there. I have a second community, which is my book club. Guys, I have a book club. I have a book club with my friend Ruby and it's called Adelaide Business Book Club. And this is for anybody who is interested in self-development and networking. So we have a Facebook group. All the links will be in the show notes, by the way, guys, to everything that that I do. And we have people all over the country in the group. You don't need to be. So Ruby and I are based in Adelaide. That's where I live. And obviously we have a community here in Adelaide, but we also have people from book club, as I'm going to call them, from all over the country because we post the book and like anyone can get involved in this. So it's really cool because I mentioned this on a previous episode, either would have come out in the future or I've already posted. I'm not too sure the order, but a client of mine, Brie, shout out to Brie if you're listening. She is based in Queensland and she loves the idea of the book club and she's in the group. And we are chatting about essentially having like a franchise with a book club up in Queensland. So we're growing, which is so freaking cool. And Ruby and I have the coolest idea for 2023 for the book club, which is going to be available for people all over the world. So definitely get in the Facebook group to keep up to date with this. And if you're in Adelaide, you get to even one step further. We catch up for our event on the last Friday of every month. We go to brunch, we chat about the book and we just, we chat about the book for like five minutes and then we just chat about life and business. And it's just the best. It's the most like fulfilling morning. So co-founder of the book club, I 
run masterclasses. I write eBooks. I am, I'm a co-creator of an app. I kind of forgot that one. So this is Sala, the app Sala. I'm also a meditation teacher on this app as well. So I do, I mentioned my Noom collaboration. So Noom, if you don't know what that is, um, it's similar to Weight Watchers. So it's like a weight loss habit company. Like they help people with weight loss and healthy habits. And I got to do an epic collaboration with them in November. And they had a brand, brand activation in Sydney. And they asked, they requested for an Australian coach to provide a guided meditation. And I was that Australian coach. How freaking cool is that? So I provided them a guided meditation and it was played to hundreds of people who were boarding the ferry or before they boarded the ferry from Manly. So proud mother moment of myself. That's so freaking cool. And what else do I do? I think that's actually everything. I actually have a list of things because sometimes I forget of everything that I do. The point is I am so multi-passionate and for so long I thought I couldn't be. You see these things like niche down, pick one thing, like just pick one thing and like become an expert at it. I definitely agree. But at the same time, if you're a multi-passionate human being, explore that and don't restrict yourself. Like, you know, we're going to chat. I mean, in the title, like I'm going to mention feminine energy, but I'm just going to go there now. This feminine energy, it's so creative. It's so expressive. And like, that is me to a core. Like I'm the most creative thinker and I've always been like that. Like I can listen to music and like think of a whole music video in my mind and I can, someone can say like a few words to me and I can think of like a whole story in my mind. Like my mind, I've, I've always known like it's so colorful. It's so entertaining. There's so much going up in here. And the reason, like one of the many reasons why I'm so passionate about meditation is because it enables me to just zoop, like drop in, just shh, quieten down for a bit and just watch like the color, watch, watch whatever's going on up here. And now I can like create it and like essentially manifest it into the world. And I know that like, I'm meant to be here. Like I know, I know my purpose, right? I know my purpose is to be doing what I'm doing, have this platform, be a speaker, inspire, motivate other people to start, to create content, to be this like trailblazer, this leader. Like I know that's what I'm supposed to do. Like going against the norm, like being the quote unquote black sheep, doing what, like, I know that's why I'm here. And I get so much recognition and proof of that daily because I get messages from so many of you guys and the feedback from the podcast and the work that I do. And like, it just comes so naturally to me. Like I realized a huge strength of mine is if you put me on the spot and ask me a question, like I can come up with a brilliant answer on the spot. If it's, of course, it's like in my degree of knowledge to an extent. And the thing is like coaching and speaking and inspiring and like talking, like it just comes like second nature to me. And it's really cool that I I haven't always known this, but the more I've stepped into it, the more I've lent into it, the more I've acknowledged it and realized it. And I'm just running with it. And so far it's working and don't stop something that, and don't, what's that saying? Like don't break something that's not broken. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm going to share with you how I do it all. <laughs> so firstly, self-investment. What you put in is going to come back. Now, yeah, this can be in terms of dollar value, 
I've mentioned this a bit in my podcast. I've mentioned this story a bit. When I invested in the mastermind I was in at the start of this year, which was the biggest investment I've made in myself as of the date today. And when I made that investment, I got, so I paid like monthly installments and that monthly installment for month one, I got it back within seven days. And I wasn't even like, obviously I was over the moon, but at the same time, I'm like, well, yeah, because my mantra is every time I make an investment, it comes back to me tenfold. And that's the thing about affirmations. And if you get my starts on my project, this is like my entry level, super low ticket into this whole world, into my world. It's a self-paced program. It has four lessons. Number one, mindset. Number two, money. Number three, manifestation. And number four, magnetic energy. And money mindset is uh, like an iceberg, to work through. You just, I'm just scraping the surface and I've been doing it for many, many, many months, but I'm just scraping the surface and it's never ending, right? Especially when we are entrepreneurs, when we are business owners and we're charging our own prices, but this applies to everybody, regardless if you're getting a paycheck, regardless, because when you can really change your mindset around money and affirmations, the one I just shared, it comes back to me tenfold. That's an affirmation guys. When we can really start to, we're essentially rewiring our brain. So we have the ability to break old habits, to change old thinking patterns, beliefs, and stories. They are made up stories we tell ourselves, and we continue to tell ourselves these stories so it becomes a habit. And then this habit manifests into our reality, and it's what we see in our day-to-day life, right? Maybe you're like, hmm, I'm sick of this habit. I'm sick of always saying I'm broke. I'm sick of always never knowing where my money goes. I'm going to change this habit. Awesome. So you're going to feel a bit of resistance to begin with. It's going to feel icky and maybe not normal what you're used to. And that's because this is a brand new habit and your brain, it likes familiarity. It likes comfort. It likes what it knows it's used to. We, I hear so many people say, oh, I'm a creature of habit. I'm, I'm stubborn. I don't like to change my ways. We're human beings. We're all creatures of habit. We all are. However, and it, like and I, I talk about this a lot in, in the starts of my project as well, like I'm just realizing in, in the mindset lesson, it's your mindset that separates you from the rest, okay? We're not being egotistical here, but what I'm saying is when you can look at it as you v you, so you want to improve your mindset 1% better than yesterday. And that is to cultivate the strength to implement new habits in your life and to recognize like, yes, this feels icky. And yes, I'm being stubborn right now. And yes, I have so much resistance and fear to this because it's unknown, right? It's not known. So of course, like your brain isn't going to want to want you to take that leap and do that thing that you're not used to doing. Cause it's like, what the fuck? I'm not used to this. Why would I do this? Right. But when we can pull in this mindset piece, mindset drops out of the sky and it's like, hold up. We've done the work done the journal prompts, the affirmations, the books, the podcasts, whatever it may be, whatever it is that floats your boat. It's it's like it's um it's like it's a life jacket and it's helping you coast through this ocean with ease. Like yeah, the water's going to be cold and there's going to be a few waves, but it feels a little bit more possible because you have this support around you, this life jacket, this mindset work. 
So this is why the project is such an awesome entry level into this work. Not only because it's super low ticket, I mean, you get lifetime access as well, but also it's like, it's the foundation to all of this stuff. Like it's so simple and it's for so many types of people, whether you're super advanced or not, it's just the most like digestible way to begin entering this world of like mindset and manifestation and money and magnetism energy. So self-investment, self-investment is huge and self-investment is how I've done so much of what I've done. Like I started my business for context officially, officially like May, 2022. So it's been six months and I've done a lot of things in six months and it's not luck. It's not fluke and it's not coincidence. Okay. It's self-investment. It's persistence. It's consistency. It's mindset work. It's work on my money mindset. It's work on my manifestations. It's work on my magnetism energy magnetism energy totally just stumbled that word so if you're like oh gimme 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 how do I do all this stuff guys grab the start summit project when I had this idea it just came I created this in three hours I was like this is a brilliant idea I'm gonna act on this and I remember I sat down on my desk it was 9am I'm like okay by 12pm I'm gonna have this done and it just came out like magic like that's what I mean like how creative I can be I I honestly just, I opened, I pulled up all my past journals, all the notes on my phone, all the little pieces of paper I have all around my room, all these ideas that I have. And I'm like, I've been cultivating this thing for years. Like it was the coolest thing ever. And I, I, because I'm so creative, I'm always just like randomly creating stuff on Canva. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh wait, I've got all these things on Canva. And I opened up all the files and I had, it was such similar things like journal prompts and manifestations and affirmations. And here's a guided meditation. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's all here. <laughs> like I just had to piece it together. So it was the most like aligned thing. And I made it in less than three hours, like, because it was already there for me. Like how cool is that? It was just the most effortless thing to create. So, so many of you guys have already got it. Um, shout out to people who are in my virtual journal challenge. I ran this mid-November and, um, yeah, they were like the first community to receive special access to this because I took them through a five day free journal challenge. You guys loved this, by the way, I got so many messages being like, how can I join the next journal club? By the way, love the idea of a journal club. Um, (laughs) catch me adding that to my list of things to do. So shout out to people in the journal challenge because they got first exclusive access and shout out to everybody who's gotten on board of the Start Summit project. It's so freaking cool to see you guys implement these practices, like things that I've been cultivating for years and years, like like I mentioned, in my journal, in the notes up on my phone, in these pieces of paper, like around my room. And then I just got this like incredible inspired action, like feeling within me to put it all together and create it in like three hours. And yeah, it's just so cool to see all of my hard work from over the years, just like come together like that. It's freaking cool. So self-investment guys, start small, start simple, start my project. Is that for you? Stability. Oh my God, stability. If you've been tuning in for a bit, you would know stability has been what my soul has been longing for this whole year. Because when you go against getting a full-time stable job and getting this consistent paycheck, you quickly realize how much you crave stability. And it's so normal because 
we're trained to be this way. And I was listening to a Mindset Mentor podcast, um, Rob Dahl, big fan, and he gave a really interesting spin, kind of similar to this in terms of like, we are essentially primed our whole life to be reliant on other things. Okay. So when we're children, we're reliant on our parents to care for us. When we're in schooling, we're reliant on teachers to tell us when to have lunch and when to go to the bathroom to give us that permission. And then whether we go to uni or not, similar kind of concept. Then we go into the workforce and similar kind of concept. And like, see, we're always primed to rely on others to give us this like permission slip. And so when little old me was like, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. I'm going to leave my nine to five and I'm going to work for myself. And I mean, that's what I always wanted to do. And I stepped out into this world and did this and quickly realized, holy shit, I need stability in my life because I've been so used to having it before. And the thing about entrepreneurship, which I really wish that I knew sooner, which it's not like it's a secret, but it's just that when you're starting off, especially, and you're building your business, you want it to be built in a way that's providing you with consistent income. Like it's just good for the nervous system, guys, trust me. And the thing is like, yeah, you can have huge months and you can have low months. And yeah, On an average, it probably equals out to being somewhat similar, but you want to create some kind of consistency so you can sleep at night, so you can pay the bills and live your life and do the things you want to do. And so in the very, very early phases, so I was, I was working, um, I was doing freelance marketing to get me by before I had like officially started my business. So this was the start of this year. So business officially started like April, May-ish. So this was like, you know, Jan to March, Jan, January, February, March. And I was itching for some stability in my life, like you would not believe. And I was going through a really rough time. And um, I, I tell a lot of people this. So I had I turned 25 at the end of 2021. 20, and for the first six months of being 25 were just the most, I felt like I was in a washing machine just getting like thrown around. And I was just so, so confused what to do. Because my heart wanted one thing. My intuition was like, do this, do this, listen to yourself. But the whole world around me was telling me to go back to work and get a nine to five and do this and save for a house and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, it's just not me. And so many people, I had support, yes, but because I was breaking out of this norm, like people were used to me being, you know, a nine to five, a social media manager, like has a great income, lives a very normal-ish life. Like people were used to that version of me, right? But this version of me who has always been there was behind the scenes and she was like, doesn't want to live this way. And so as this version of me, I was standing in my truth more and more and I broke away from that life that we're told we're supposed to live. And I went against the grain and I just experienced so much uncertainty for so long and so much confusion. And I was like a sponge to people around me in terms of, I thought I had to copy what they were doing. Like one of my best friends, she's like climbing the corporate world in marketing. And I'm like, oh, I should be doing that. But I'm like, oh my God catch me never working for like a big corporate team in an office like that. Like, unless that's my office, like my company, like that is the only time it's going to be. And, you know, I had support, like I've already mentioned, but it was just a very tricky time for me to navigate. And I realized I was craving the stability and I was like, okay, okay, okay. What can I do? Like, I know I've always got the tools and resources around me. What can I do to hone in on this? And so what I did, I was like, okay, this starts from within, right? Stability. 
So what I do, guys? I started to become consistent with yoga. I went to this beautiful hot yoga studio in, hot yoga studio in Adelaide called Humankind. And I brought a monthly pass and I was doing hot yoga pretty much every day. And I remember so clearly in like, I reckon like the first, one of the first few sessions and of this month and the instructor, such a beautiful studio and the instructors, they just bring such a beautiful like flavor to each class, like also unique. And this one particular instructor was taking us through the sequence and she made such a focus on stability, right? Such a focus on honing in and finding the stability in our body. And I remember I got like very emotional. Do you guys get this when you're exercising? And it's like, because it's energy running through us, right? And you sometimes get emotional. And it was like the best release because I knew that I was starting to cultivate the stability from within. Little did I know I had the longest road ahead of me. Like, wow, looking back, that actually kind of like gives me trauma at how far this road has been for me to get to where I am now. Not to like steer anyone off it, stay with it guys. What I share in my podcast and all my content and my coaching is to ensure you get there way quicker than me. And she was talking all about finding the stability from within. And I just got this deep, deep feeling within me being like, this is it. This is step one, staying consistent with this practice because by finding stability within, it's going to eventually manifest in our outer. And you best believe within a few days, a few sessions, whatever it was, I had created stability in my work. I had a stable income coming in weekly. And I wholeheartedly believe that is because I started from finding that within first. And so ask yourself, what is it that your soul is desiring? And it's most likely some form of stability. Okay, maybe not financial stability like in my case. Maybe it's emotional stability. Maybe it's spiritual stability. Like don't put a, don't put judgment as to what that may be, but recognize it and act on it. Take that first step. Calling all my passionate women, female entrepreneurs or aspiring business owners. I hear and see you all. Do these thoughts travel your mind? I have way too many ideas and I can't figure out where to start. I don't even know what my side hustle could be yet. I don't feel ready yet. It's too soon. I'm scared of what people will think of me. I'm way too concerned if I start posting about it on social media. I don't even know what to post. Posting consistently looks like way too much work. I feel you, I was there too. I used to be there, which is why I built Side Hustle to Profit, the online program that gets to show you how effortless it gets to be. You get immediate access to an online portal of video lessons and workbooks. Start to turn that idea, your passions, and that side hustle into a profit when you apply everything I teach. It gets to be easy. Get clear on what it is you want and where it is you want your side hustle to go. I'm with you every step of the way. Balance. This is such... Okay, I'm going to give the word balance a different spin, so bear with me because this isn't your typical... Your typical like thing we always see online, like hashtag balance. No, guys, I'm taking this deep and profound. This has been a really, really big transition in my life recently. And I've I've um I've mentioned this a bit in quite a few like pieces of content 
around my space um, in the society to begin with, I posted. So I post these videos called the Up Level Series and they're very open and raw and vulnerable, but you guys love them because I just share straight from my heart, no editing, no nothing. And when I'm just getting inspired throughout the day or wherever I am, they're mostly always filmed to my car. I'm just speaking from my heart about a particular topic. And I spoke about one not too long ago, all about the balance in terms of our emotions. And that is having the capacity to hold all emotions. If you listen to my episode on how your abundance will block your emotions, I really recommend that. That was a really, that was actually a really beautiful message for me to share. Um, that, that, that message came to me as well. If you listen to my 26 life lessons to skyrocket your life, oofed, there's a title for you. I share one of the numbers. I'll give you a little sneak preview is walking meditations and also walking with no, like going for a walk with no, you know, music, content, podcasts, audible, stuff like that. The reason I'm sharing this is because the episode idea for how your abundance is blocking your emotions, that idea came for me from going out for my walk with no content, no nothing in my ears and just being me, myself and I. And I think it's really cool that that message came through me and I, I came back straight away and recorded it. And it was just Oh yeah, it was a really beautiful episode for me. And as that episode actually went live, like I think it was maybe the f- the first week of November, um, oof, I was feeling that big time. So yeah, if you're new here, I um, I don't hold back. You know, I truly believe that vulnerability is your superpower. And I mean, I'm a coach, I'm all about connection. And as I share these up-level series in my private Facebook group, this is how a lot of my clients realize they want to sign with me because they see, they see the realness to who I am. And they see that, you know, I'm not just portraying this like flashy, polished, pretty highlight thing on Instagram. Like there's depth there and there's like realness and there's like challenges and tears. And like, I'm pretty sure I've cried in a few of them and like, but I just don't care. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I know this stuff is so much of my calling without that sounding so dramatic, but you know what I mean? And like, I post stuff that people might be like, why, why did you do that? Why did you say that? But I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why are you questioning what I'm doing? It just feels so right in my soul. And I know that like, I've opened up how connected I am spiritually. And I held back from that so much. Like I held back so much, even sharing that on the podcast, but it just guides me so much. And like all of my ideas are like downloads and I'm so connected to my intuition. I'm so connected to the universe and it like truly does work through me. Like I, I know it does in my soul and I can journal and I'm like, it's not even me that comes out with what comes out of my pen. That made sense at all. Like I know it's like the universe, it's spirit, it's whatever it is. Like it's working through me. It's giving me these ideas and these downloads. And like, I know I am this vessel for people and like, whether I've lost you or not, like, I hope you're still listening. It's just, everything just comes from like my heart and comes from such a pure intention. And like, trust me guys, this takes a shit ton of confidence because I mean, we've had the podcast since 2020 and I've been so open since, since episode one, there's no changing there. But the thing is, I've always known, 
like I, I used to hold back a lot in terms of what I would speak about. I would, you know, I would cut out every um and ah and word stumble and, you know, really like edit it to make it sound so polished and perfect. And if I said something weird, I'm like, nah, got to get rid of this. But the more I step into this space, the more I lean in, the more I trust, the more I listen to that calling. Like I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, it's, it's proving, it's just like, growing in front of my very eyes. Like if you told me that, oh, you're going to have a collab with an international brand to share with them a guided meditation, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. You know, like catch me interviewing like Wim Hof on the podcast soon and being on Headspace or Calm the app and, you know, who knows, like maybe... (laughs) not even maybe like interviewing Gabrielle Bernstein and you know, like this is just the start. Like my business is, is a baby. It's six months old. This is just the start. And my, if you follow me on Instagram, Isabel Prestia is the handle. And yeah, you probably have one glance and you're like, yeah, this girl loves to take selfies of herself. I mean, so what, but there's more to that. And the podcast is to show the behind the scenes of that. And the society, my Facebook group is to go even further because it's a trusted, safe community and I don't let just anybody in. And I'm, I've always just had this knowing and this, this, um, this desire to share the journey to get there because more often than not, we see somebody blow up online and, you know, they've got the tens of thousands of followers and the collabs and the millions and blah, 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 blah. You're like, okay, how do they get there? Like, that's not realistic to me. Like, that's not relatable. But what I've learned is that if we can share the process to get there, the highs, the lows, the tears, the smiles, the success, the shit days, the great days, if we can share that, we're building this rapport with people. We're building this level of relatability. And we most likely like somebody because we see a glimpse of ourselves in them. Like we're like, I really admire this person. I see a bit of myself in them. So I'm going to like them even more. And so, yeah, I love the fact that I do have this courage and this confidence to do that because I didn't always used to have it. And it's, it's a muscle, right? It gets stronger the more you act on it. And like, you know, I still very much am a private person. Like I do just, I've always, I've always said and been like just adding a touch of like mystery because I mean, I'm going to use an astrology bypass here. I'm a Scorpio moon. No, Scorpio moon. I'm a Cancer moon. I have my Scorpio in Venus and that's your love sign or that's how you like share love. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, but the thing is Scorpio is, is that mysterious energy. And I've always loved to have that layer of mystery because, and what I mean by this is just not always giving your next moves away. And that's what I do. I I share people the behind the scenes and this and that, but I wait until it's happened to share it with them. And I've always said this, like when I get a boyfriend, which maybe I do, maybe I don't, who knows? But the thing is, I've always said, I'm going to wait until I've been with him for like ages and then just like chuck it up on Instagram because it's so easy for people to like get in and say all this kind of stuff. And like, it's so funny. If you follow me on Instagram yet again, 
full tangent here, but one more story. Um, I posted a story. This was like ages ago, actually. And I was seeing somebody at the time and I posted a selfie and I said, date night. And everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. I got so many messages because I've been single for like three years. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, like who is he? Blah, blah, blah. I was like so excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is nuts. Like people are so nosy. And anyway, I just ignored it. Well, I just didn't tell them who. And then I was out with a girlfriend just for like a wine and <laughs> she took a photo of me and I posted it and I said, date night. I was with my girlfriend. I was with Sophia. I was not with a guy. And same thing. Everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, who's the boy? You go on so many dates. I'm like, <laughs> this is hilarious. Like, I'm, I don't need to explain myself. This is the thing. Don't believe everything you see online. So I think it's like, keep it fun. And you don't, and just don't believe everything you see online. Because I mean, my reason for doing it the second time when it wasn't a date with a guy was just for no, like I wasn't even thinking. Um, and then I realized the response I was getting and I was like, should I delete this? I'm like, oh, whatever. It's already up there. It's fine. But the thing is adding a sense of mystery, it adds this extra layer of like, oh, what I want to say, like, how do I explain this? Just class. I want to say, because I mean, yeah, so much of what I do, like my work is my life. My life is my work. I'm a personal brand, right? Like my brand is Isabel. It's, it's me. It's my face. So you know, it's, it's my life. It's what I do. And so like, I mean, I don't want to be a Kardashian and have my whole entire life on the online, the internet. So yeah, just like it's your social media, it's your life, it's your whatever. Like you can choose what to share and what not to share. Not everybody always needs to know the truth. Like when I realized that, especially strangers, like not obviously you guys, but like if you're in the street somewhere or at a cafe and like the waitress, whatever it may be, like you don't need to tell them a lot about yourself. Like you don't owe them anything. And that's really interesting because a lot of the times we, this is kind of going into people pleasing, for example, or oversharing or whatever it may be, like saying less words, but meaning more is fucking powerful because and I'm learning so much about just like communication skills. When we are talking to somebody, <laughs> this is so interesting. When we are talking to somebody, maybe it's someone somewhat newish, right? We don't know too much about them yet. And we're asking questions, whatever. You've asked a question, they've answered. Instead of asking a follow-up question to find out even more, now hear this out, pause and count to three in your head. It's going to feel like a very long extended silence, but having the space, it's creating space, right? Having the space is going to allow this person to share one step further. And what I've realized when I do this is more often than not, they share something that I was about to ask them anyway. So I'm like, sweet, I can save asking this question and I'm just going to let them tell me how they want to tell me. And I really do. I mean, what I do as well is it's coaching. It's so much as holding that space for people. And I get this so much. Like if I'm, even if I'm just hanging out with a friend or a client, you know, either way, like it's, I'm, you know, my clients, like I, I act somewhat still like in a friendship way to them. Like I'm, I'm a transparent human being here. And they're always like, I get so much gratitude when I am hanging out with somebody and like, say if they are going through something or they want to figure something out. And it really is just being that space for somebody to listen. It's holding the space 
is letting them know that it's a safe place. There's no judgment. You're not jumping down each other each other's throats. One of my not biggest pet peeve, but a pet peeve is when somebody is telling a story or somebody is telling somebody some exciting news or anything. And then the other person has to jump in and share something that happened to them that's similar. Like, I understand that is a form of communication, but I just think let that person who started this conversation, let them take the stage for a bit. Just give it to them. And I mean, maybe I'm saying this because that's something I like. Like, you know, you have good news and someone, it's not that they're trying to match you at all, but they have something similar. And like, sometimes you just need that space for people. And I'm I talk about this so much. It's like when you have these friendships with people, don't put so much pressure on what that friendship means. And what I mean by this is maybe you go to certain friends about certain topics and at the beginning that can feel a bit icky. You're like, oh, well, I don't want to stop talking to so-and-so about so-and-so. It's not like that. It's just understanding, are you putting too much pressure on somebody? And maybe you're getting like secondhand disappointment where they're not giving you the response that you wanted. You're like, oh, well, if that was me, if they came to me and said this, I would have done this. It's like, yeah, but you're different humans. And I had this happen recently to somebody. I had like a bit of a falling out with somebody and they're like, I was surprised that you didn't do this because I would have done that. And I didn't say anything back, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, bro, because I'm not you and you're not me. Like, You can't expect people to do what you would do. And that was a huge lesson I had to overcome about a year ago because I was seeing somebody and he just like treated me really shit because I just had a really bad self-worth back then. And I was getting so upset because I'm like, I wouldn't do this to him. So why is he doing this to me? And so I was putting this, not like actual, I wasn't actually giving him this pressure because I wasn't vocalizing it, right? But in my mind, I was putting this like internal pressure on what I thought he should have been for me. He was everything. He was wrong for me in every way possible. <laughs> there wasn't a single bit of rightness in that situation. But that's not what we're talking about. The thing is, it just like oh, adds a sense of relief when we can really look at these connections as to what they are. And I know that I have those, like, I do have certain people where I know they can hold the space for me and I can see it's so clearly reciprocated because it's vice versa. If, you know, there was a period of a while ago, I was going through a really hard time and, um, one of my friends, like she was obviously aware of this and she had an issue come up in her life. And I just loved it because she messaged me and she's like, Hey, like blah, blah, blah happened. Do you have the space to talk? And I'm like, Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. The fact that I have a friend who is here for me and who feels safe to still let me in into whatever's going on in her world. But she's asking like, if I have that capacity to hold it because she knew that I wasn't in a good place. And I think that is like beautiful and like fucking powerful when we can like have that space with our friends. And, you know, I've seen that I've been on the other end. If a friend has been going through something tricky and like they're spending time with me and I'm giving them that space to talk it out. Like I'm just being like, what's up? You know, I'm unpacking it and, you know, lighten the mood a little bit, like try and lift them up. And then at the same time, let them just be in it. And I actually had a conversation with a friend recently and she was feeling, she was going through a bit of a, a lull time and like her energy is always so, so high. And she was over and she just like, I knew, like I was very aware what was going on. And she was just, she was sitting in my room at my desk and she was just looking around 
And I was like, are you okay? And, you know, I was just giving her that space to like talk it out. And then, you know, she went home a few hours later. She's like, thank you for asking if I was okay, because like, I haven't been feeling my best self. And, you know, I know she won't mind me saying this on the podcast. I'm not going to say her name, but she's like, you know, people normally, you know, really recognize I'm, I'm known for this high energy. And she's like, the fact you could realize that that wasn't me. And I'm like, well, that's the thing. It's holding the space for people. It's recognizing when somebody isn't in the highest self, like not to be like, oh, what's wrong and dote them and this and that, just asking how they are. And when I, when I had my interview with Georgie Stevenson, go back and listen to that episode as well. It was oh, so interesting. So I was recording maybe like around mid-morning and I was checking her stories in the morning. I'm like, oh, excited to interview Georgie. And she posted up on her stories that she was having a bit of a low morning as well. And when we got onto the podcast to start chatting, before I even was like, oh, so Georgie, like had all my questions ready. I'm like, how are you today? How are you feeling? And she said the same thing. She's like, thank you for asking me that. I don't think it got that on the, on the, um, on the audio though. I like clicked record before, whatever. But the thing is, I was like, I really like that. I like that trait about myself. Like I really do. And I think it's really important to recognize what our strengths are and to look at them in like a really beautiful light opposed to like, I mean, I know that people listening to this podcast aren't people who are like, oh, you're so up yourself, blah, blah, blah. You take selfies. Like oh, that's not what it's about. It's recognizing what your strengths are and like giving them the light that they deserve because that is what people like about you and by you dimming your light it's not benefiting anybody by you allowing yourself to shine brighter it's only positively impacting people around you think of it as like it's doing a disservice by you not being that way that can be like a funny concept to kind of wrap your head around if you're not used to it but that's something I've really been like playing out recently and I share this a lot with my clients also like when we are talking about our services, for example, like I teach, I coach mostly other online coaches, although I, I do coach a range of service providers and lots of creatives as, as well, a lot of YouTubers and podcasters. And, you know, whatever their message is, whatever their brand is, whatever their thing is, when we can start, when we want to start to charge for our services, like put a dollar value on it, more often or not, we undervalue it. And so something that really helped me work through this, and this is in regards to money mindset as well, is making sense that you are doing a disservice by not offering your service. You are doing a disservice by undercharging yourself, by not giving it the worth that it deserves. Do you see how self-worth comes up in everything? Self-worth is huge. Like it came up in that story I shared of that guy that was so wrong for me. And then in a previous episode I recorded, it was all about money mindset and your self-worth. Like self-worth just drops out of the sky when you least expect it and kind of blows you up. So it's up to you to work through it. So we were talking about balance, weren't we? So I'm going to end this section on a journal prompt. So I mentioned the journal challenge that I hosted. And I'm going to share with you a prompt that I want you to answer either in your mind, see what comes up first or come back to this episode and 
write it down. We are around the 40-ish minute mark, 40 to 45. Just I know someone will appreciate me saying that, give or take, within 40 to 50 minutes. And the question is, what is your current season or phase of life teaching you? And I'm going to read out mine to you, which is going to be very raw, but we're here. So as I wrote this was November, and this most likely still very much applies to, you know, December, even early Jan, if you're tuning in now. My current season or phase of life, nice, nice, nice. My current season or phase of life is teaching me courage. It's teaching me bravery. It's teaching me I'm the creator, the director, and the writer of my own life. It's teaching me to honor myself, to honor my emotions. It's teaching me to feel my emotions, even the uncomfortable ones. It's teaching me to stop judging and overthinking and even manipulating my thoughts. And instead, write out the not so great ones and appreciate the great ones. It's teaching me I've come so far. It's showing me this too. This phase of my life is perhaps the most softest, sweetest, most innocent phase, but at the same time, the most boldest and audacious I've ever been. This phase of life is how I want all my phases to feel and be like. I love this phase of life I'm in. My emotions are rich, deep, and pure. And if that doesn't sum me up in a nutshell, I don't know what else will. I do have a lot of depth to me. Maybe that's my Scorpio and Venus. (laughs) Who knows? But I just think this concept of having the capacity to hold emotions, both the high and low, it's just the strongest, loudest theme in my life right now. And the more I can harness this and drop into this and then teach it and share it with you guys on the podcast, especially, the more I'm embodying it. And I'm just becoming such an embodiment of my work, which just really shows like coming back, it's it's a purpose of mine. It is the purpose of mine. And I think when we can really understand this duality of emotions and ups and downs and highs and lows and whatever else you want to call it, when we can understand that we can find like depth and profound meaning in like honestly any type of emotion, whatever we want to label it as, there's no good or bad. When we can make sense of our emotions, the best of our ability, without looking into them too much into like what's our mind and brain telling us, but dropping into what is the feeling giving us, that is where the secret lies. To you doing it all, to you having it all. Because on reflection, stability, stability, how's a combination of stability and balance? Maybe we'll roll with that. Stability, balance, and reconnecting to my feminine energy. Like those have been the three biggest things I have done this year. Like this time last year, I didn't really know about any of these things to the extent that I do now. And if you listen to my two-part series on my spiritual journey, particularly the second part, which is all about 2022, 
And I just shared how this year has been not hard in a bad way, but just the most challenging year of my life. And like, I say this again and again, and I don't take away the meaning and the depth of this. Like if we were at the end of 2021 and somebody was like, Isabel, this is, this is all the emotions you are going to go through. Like the high, not even the highs, if they were just showing me the low emotions I was going to go through to get to where it is I am now, they're like, do you want to go? Do you want to take this route for your life? I would say no, because what I went through this year was, and like, bear in mind guys, like I am freaking happy as Larry, like so content and calm within. It's just been, it's just been the biggest test of what I can hold. And I've come out on the other side and it's so like, it's so damn cool. I can do so much better than that. It's so like, I'm inspired by myself and I don't care if that sounds like whack or not. I'm inspired by what I have been able to hold. And yeah, I think it's just, it's been such a beautiful test for me because it's proven that I do have what it takes and that I am elevating to the next level. And like, by the time this episode goes live, I mean, I'm recording mid-November, this most likely will be out mid-December, sometime in December, maybe even early January. And like, I've been sharing this a lot this week in particular, like mid-November this week in particular, that (laughs) I say this, like, I feel like I'm going to the moon, like I'm in a rocket and life is just moving at the most rapid, incredible speed of my life. Like I've never felt more fulfilled and on top of the world and in flow and grounded and happy and excited and somewhat in control in the best way possible. And I know that I couldn't be in this position right now. I couldn't hold all of this if I hadn't gone through what I had gone through this year. Like the disappointment, you know, the friendship loss, the like losing people that I thought I wouldn't lose, having to put myself first in situations and walk away taking myself across the other side of the world or all by myself. And yeah, it's been, um, it's been a wild ride and I've loved to share so much of this in the podcast with you. So if you're intrigued, if you're quite new here and you're like, damn, this girl has a lot going on right now. I do. And I share so much of it in the podcast. I share it in, you know, what I believe is like an entertaining storytelling way because you guys can bypass time. You don't have to go through these, <laughs> this whirlwind of a year I've gone through. Like you can get there so much quicker. Like I reckon within three months, even, even sooner, actually probably sooner, less than three months in what I've done in 12 months, you can do in less than three months. And whether that is from listening to my podcast and consuming my content and joining the society, I mean, of course, like working with me, like one-to-one or in any of my programs, like that is going to collapse your time even further. Um, you know, like that only makes sense. You learn from people who've been in a position that you want to be in and you get there so much quicker. Like it's self-investment, right? I invested in my coach at the start of this year and got my client within seven days. And then my clients are getting clients, you know, in seven to 14 days. And it took me a long time to launch my podcast and to get it to where it is now. And I've got past podcast clients who launched in less than two weeks, like got everything from like very faint idea to podcast up on Spotify and Apple podcasts in like two to three weeks. And like, that's the thing. It's, it's this collapsing time component. And, you know, I invest in mentors, 
people help me get there quicker. You know, I've invested, I, I share this a lot, like Carlo used to be a mentor of mine. Now he's like my business partner with Sala and Emma Norris was a mentor of mine and she introduced me to this incredible partnership with Noom. Like, you know, my client Brie, I think I mentioned her in this episode, I've been talking for so long, I kind of forgot. And, you know, she is a client of mine and she's going to help me expand the book club in Queensland, which is where she lives. So it's like, it's this beautiful ripple effect of people with such a similar mission wanting to positively change the world. And I'll say this so much and I'll continue to say this. A huge goal of mine is to change the world with meditation. And when I declared this, when I was like 22, people were like, holy shit, who is this Isabel girl? And why does she think she can do that? And, you know, I started with sharing meditations to my Facebook group, to the society, to YouTube, to the podcast. And then a year later, I launched an app. Then I'm a meditation teacher on an app. And then six months later, I'm collaborating with an international company. So like, do you see, I started and I kept going. I kept being consistent And I share, I share how I do all of this in my content marketing, in my podcast, on my socials, in my group. And like, I teach this stuff. Like I'm a marketing coach. I teach you how to do content marketing. So I hope you enjoyed the style of episode, guys. This has been really beautiful for me to record. I'm actually really looking forward to um, listening back to this one. I feel like I really just, I had like honestly three notes in front of me and I just went on in such a, such a tangent as always. Um, maybe having that big bowl of pasta really gave me the energy I needed. <laughs> it's a really beautiful night outside. It's like dust. So I've just like been looking out into the window, speaking from my soul, like I always do. And um, if you want to get into my world even more, I mean, my start summer project is like your perfect first stop. Jump in there, you know, really just start to advance your mindset, your money mindset, your manifestations and your magnetic energy. And then, you know, if that's your first step, let's do that. Or maybe you're ready to jump straight into coaching with myself. I do have one-to-ones available DM me. I open them throughout the years. I am very excited to welcome in new clients for 2023. How wild. And I also have my self-paced program, Side Hustle to Profit, which you would have heard in the ad breaks. And this is if you want to turn your idea, your passion project, or maybe you already have a side hustle. Maybe you already have a podcast, just like me. And you're like, damn, I want to be speaking from my heart. I want to have the confidence. I want to have the content marketing. I want to do the Facebook group and have all the things. Side Hustle to Profit is your BFF. So all the links to these will be in the show notes. And as always, guys, slide into my DMs. Send me a message. Let me know any questions you have. If you're like, "Mm, the project sounds cool. I would like to know more. Or maybe like, oh, one-to-one sounds really awesome. But I'm also interested in Side Hustle to Profit. Either way, send me a message and we can chat. Or maybe neither's your jam and you're just like I just want to talk to you well please do I love to chat with you guys and obviously just learn more about you so if you love pasta let me know slide in the dms and I'll know that you're from this episode I'm gonna leave it there because I'm in a very funky mood right now but I'm kind of here for it so I really hope you enjoyed this episode as always guys I'm going to love you and leave you I would appreciate it so much though if 
you could please leave us a rating and review on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen to. That way we can reach more aligned listeners just like yourself. And it's the easiest way for the podcast to grow organically. Who doesn't want that? So I hope you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever it is you decided to listen to this. And I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye guys.